Welcome to this podcast. Uh, this is a podcast um, dealing with uh, the trucks cartel and the claims that um, those purchasing trucks and, and uh, otherwise using trucks may have. Uh, we are Edwin Coe, LLP. Uh, we're a firm of lawyers uh, in central London. Uh, I am David Green, I'm senior partner, and I'm also joined by my partner, Zara Hussain. And we're just going to run through uh, in a few minutes the nature of the claims on the background history and what you would have to do next if you wanted to make a claim. So uh, I'm going to start and, and Zara's going to go into the detail because um, she deals with this uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, so I'm just going to start by, by asking her just generally about the background of the cartel. Tell, tell us about that, Zara. Thank you, David. So these are claims for damages which arise out of an investigation by the European Commission. The Commission investigated six different truck manufacturers. I won't list all their names right now because they're on the slide. And the Commission found that the six were guilty of a price-fixing cartel. And the cartel related to medium and heavy sized trucks, so that's trucks that weigh six tons or more. The cartel was found by the commission to have started in 1997, and quite unusually, it started um, uh, 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 sorry, it lasted for quite a lengthy period. It went on until um, 2011 when the commission raided the manufacturers' offices. The cartel was found to operate all across Europe, so it was very wide-ranging in its scope and also extensive in terms of time frame. And as a result, any businesses or institutions which have purchased, leased or subcontracted trucks between 1997 and 2011 or a little time thereafter are likely to have overpaid for their trucks. Okay, and what sort of... Um... Um, overpayment would they have made for trucks? And then indeed, what sort of trucks are we talking about? Um, so as I mentioned, we're talking about medium and heavy trucks. So in other words, trucks that weighed six tonnes or more. Um, and it doesn't matter whether the trucks were purchased or manufactured by the cartelists. Um, so for example, if somebody has purchased a truck from Dennis or Isuzu, that would still count because we would argue that the conduct of the six manufacturers had an impact on the entire trucks market, um, bearing in mind their share of the trucks market, which equates to around 90%. That, that accounts for that rather nice picture of an umbrella on the side. Yeah, exactly. We talk about umbrella claims, in other words, claims that are from uh, non-cartelists. Yes. And, and um, so um, the finding of the commission establishes liability uh, and the only uh, issue and I say only we'll talk about that uh, issue that needs to be determined is the quantification of the loss and what sort of losses are we talking about how, how is this overpriced this cartel how is it overpriced the cost of a truck well it's estimated that each brand new truck which was sold in the period was overpriced by up to 20 percent um, and some say that that equates to each new truck being overpriced by up to 10,000 euros. Um, and I refer to euros because, as I mentioned, the um, cartel was all across Europe. Um, in addition, we have to include the um, interest element. And bearing in mind that the claims first started over 20 years ago, the interest element will be very significant. And so these are definitely sizable claims which are worth exploring. Okay. 
And uh, how do you explore them? I mean, what, what, what's happening at the moment in relation to these claims? So we, Edwin Co., have issued a claim on behalf of clients. Um, the proceedings were issued uh, towards the end of 2018. We are now getting ready to issue a further claim on behalf of clients who've signed up with us after the first set of proceedings was issued. Um, in order to get the claim off the ground, um, the key information that we really need is how many trucks do you think you've purchased or leased or subcontracted? Um, and in terms of purchased or leased trucks, if we can have the chassis numbers or the registration numbers if the chassis numbers are unavailable, then we can use those to populate most of the key details which are required to get the claim off the ground, um, such as who the truck's manufacturer happened to be. But um, uh, this is back to 97. And um, well, if I bought trucks in 97, I probably haven't got much record of those trucks. Uh, I either sell them on or I scrap them uh, many, many years ago, and uh, I don't particularly have those records. So how, 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 how am I going to produce those? Well, we can do some economic modelling and have a look at what the business's current expenditure on trucks looks like. And we can use that to try and extrapolate the relevant trends that may have existed um, in the cartel period. So we can use that to formulate some patterns and have a look at what the likely expenditure might have been. Um, I should also add that actually I found with a lot of clients, when they go away and dig for documents, it's quite surprising how much material they have found um, when they've actually looked at their records. And it may not necessarily be um, purchase or lease agreements. It may instead be a, you know, some spreadsheet that's squirreled away, um, which has some relevant data on it. Um, or it may be DVLA documents, for example. Right. So if I haven't got records, not the end of the world. Um, this is a cartel that was taking place in secret and the tribunal uh, is unlike, it will be um, uh, very much familiar with the idea that uh, after so many years, uh, uh, someone has destroyed those records and won't have them. Um, so um, in terms of litigation, uh, I might have some concerns about litigation. Uh, it's expensive, lawyers are expensive, uh, and you're up against uh, very substantial companies. Uh, how, how, how's that going to work uh, in terms of meeting the expense of the process? And indeed, the risks that go with it, which is adverse costs that for some reason the case is lost, uh, and I haven't suffered any, any loss in, in the end. How, how do I cover that? So in terms of costs, your own costs as the claim progresses, I'm pleased to say that we are able to offer um, a no-win, no-fee arrangement for clients uh, because we have a third-party funder who's covering the legal costs and disbursements. And as a result, there is nothing to, uh, for clients to pay as the claim progresses. If the claim is successful, then the funder will take 25% of the damages and interest which is recovered. But as I say, in exchange, it's a cost and a risk-free process. And the reason that there is a risk-free process available is because we have um, what's called after-the-event insurance in place. Um, and that insurance kicks in in the event that the claim is unsuccessful for some reason. And, and that covers my, my potential adverse costs? Yes, it covers your downside. So that if an order is made that you have to pay the defendant's costs and the insurance policy will kick in. All right. So, uh, a bought truck. Uh, I have a claim uh, because of the cartel, um, I know my damages uh, and uh, I can pursue the claim um, without 
um, cost or risk. Is that how it is? Yes, that's right. So if um, you think you've got a claim, please get in touch with us. We'd be happy to have a no obligation conversation just to see what the truck numbers might look like, what records you may have, and to assess whether the claim is viable. Uh, but as you say, David, it's a cost and risk-free process that we're able to offer clients. All right. And then, then uh, I suppose another final question might be, why Edwin Coe? Uh, why should I come to Edwin Coe rather than anyone else? Well, as a firm, we have some 25 years of experience in these types of claims. Uh, not me personally, I hasten to add, but um, having issued a claim already, we are well versed in the types of arguments that the defendants are likely to raise, the type of information that needs to be provided, and the kinds of issues that may arise. Um, in addition, as I mentioned, we've got a third party funder on board, which means that we can offer an entirely cost and risk free claims process to all of our clients. All right, so uh, what do I have to do next? Well, if you think you've got a claim, please contact us. Our contact details are on the slide. Um, as I mentioned, we're happy to have a no obligation conversation just to um, run things through and check the viability of the claim. Okay, super. Thanks very much. And thank you for watching this. As Zara said, is there's a slide with details to contact us. Uh, and uh, again, as she says, um, feel free, give us a call, we'll give you some advice. Uh, there's no obligation in relation to it as to whether you have a claim. And I, and I should add it, is that uh, it doesn't matter whether you've bought outright uh, trucks or you've leased them or you've used trucking services. In any of those circumstances, you may have a claim. So uh, give us a ring and uh, we can take it further.